What's up, what's up? It's podcast time. This is a maiden voyage of our beloved Fantasy Football League's weekly radio show. I'm your host, producer, writer, manager that is, your commissioner, Ben Ashley. Hey, I've got a lot planned for tonight's show. We're going to recap the draft in the golf tournament. I'll give you picks I love and the ones that made me scratch my head. I'll give you some bold predictions and we'll talk pick him and a new idea I have. It adds another wrinkle into our competition. Hey, let's play some music! Okay, that's enough dancing for now. Hey, let's take a look back at the draft. Who didn't enjoy being there at the cold spot last Saturday? I certainly did. Sit around the table, cutting it up with you guys, watching you guys make some horrible picks while I drank my sweet tea and made sweet love to my roster. Hey, uh, taking a look at the big board, we'll just go team by team and look at each pick. Uh, Jackman with his keeper Calvin Johnson took Doug Martin in the first round, Frank Gore in the second round, followed by David Wilson. Down in the fifth round, they took a chance on Rob Gronkowski with his injury concerns there. But man, if that pans out, Jackets could contend for another championship. Especially with his next pick, Gio Bernard, who could emerge as a dominant back there in Cincy. He traded his seventh round pick to Bruce, who immediately took his man Cecil. But James then took Mike Williams and Matt Stafford there with his picks in the uh, seventh and eighth round. He then took the law firm to match up. No, Bruce took the law firm, sorry. Uh, Jackets went Martellus Bennett, Bears defense Ruben Randall, and then uh, let's go to Dave. Dave has a nice starting core right here with Ray Rice and CJ Spiller, followed by Andre Johnson. I think his next two picks with Les Velker and Tavon Austin are a little bit of a reach, but uh, Monte Ball could emerge in Denver, especially with Ronnie Hillman fumbling like he has. And uh, he also got Jordy Nelson, who's, who scored a bunch of touchdowns a couple years ago. Anquan Bolden, uh, he's got a new team there in San Francisco and, and could be a nice little pickup. Russell Wilson's his QB. Also went for Homer selections, Ryan Brewles in the 12th round and the Lions defense in the 13th round. Brett. Brett might be my favorite team. He's got Des Bryant, Aaron Foster, and Reggie Bush starting out, followed by Vincent Jack Jackson, and he's anchored by Tom Brady at quarterback. Man, that's solid. Steve Smith is the next pick, and Mod Bradshaw will probably start here soon. Golden Tate is the best receiver the, uh, the Seahawks have right now. And then a great tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Uh, man, this is going to be a tough team to beat. I like Brett's team this year. I really do. You know, he does a whole lot better picking for himself than we did last year. So we'll see him out on the field. The surprise team that I think uh, may have made some questionable decisions, it may or may not have to do with a new uh, baby in the household, was Veer. You know, his, his keeper of A.J. Green was, or his, his keeper of Adrian Peterson was great, and his first round choice of A.J. Green was solid, but his next pick of Darren McFadden 
in the second round, I think, was a good bit of a reach. That guy is a walking injury report. Shoulder issues, Liz Frank last year, heel. If you want to know what it's like to own Darren McFadden, just ask Bruce, man. He loves the guy and still hates the guy at the same time. Uh, Randall Cobb is next. Good receiver there in Green Bay. Lamar Miller, Jason Witten, Mike Wallace and the new team. Uh, Lamar Miller and Mike Wallace are two Dolphins are on the same team, so we'll have to watch out how that works. But Robert Griffin III, RG3, is the quarterback for Veer this year. We'll see if he stays healthy. He's got two guys that I had last year, Alshon Jeffrey and the Texas defense. Uh, they should prove to be a good team despite the early Madden, McFadden, excuse me, McFadden choice there for Veer. Uh, fifth picking was the J. Lou crew, Josh Lewis, who sat right beside me and trash talked me the whole time. Took Jamal Charles as his keeper and then made his first round selection of Alfred Morris. Then went running back crazy, taking Maurice Jones Drew, Darren Sproles with his next couple picks. And then took Drew Brees. Then receiver somewhere over Dwayne Bow, receiver James Jones, Deshaun Jackson, Kenny Britt. That's yeah, not a bad looking team. He also went for the Homer choice with Aaron Dobson, the native of South Charleston. Uh, let's take a look at the second half of the draft after this song. Hey, I have to skip straight to Bruce after that song. I know that makes you think of him. Uh, we'll look at his team right now. His keeper was Victor Cruz. A little bit questionable there, but, uh, you know, especially with the walking boot. But his next choice was Jimmy Graham, so he's got a nice selection there. He went back to his main man, CJ2K, with his next pick, followed by, I think, one of the better picks in the entire draft of Eddie Lacy right there in the third round. Uh, Matt Ryan's his quarterback, Miles Austin. And Sidney Rice round out the top half of his team. Bruce made a surprise trade, the first ever trade in, on draft day history when he, uh, he dealt Jackins his seventh round pick for Jackins' seventh round first choice selection, where Bruce took Cecil Shorts, his man's Cecil. Uh, Bruce also took the law firm Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, Santana Moss, and the 49ers D there. Uh, Bruce also took Tony Romo and uh, also took a guy in the scooter, Andrew Hawkins, who he has subsequently dropped. Uh, right after Bruce, Jeff Slater took Shady McCoy as his keeper and his homeboy, his lover, his man crush, Brandon Marshall, as his first round pick. Roddy White was taken right after him a little early, I think, but he went straight for Marcus Colston right after that. Uh, Cam Newton was selected after that, and it looks like his second running back will be St. Louis Rams starter Daryl Richardson. Not a great running back core there. Ronnie Hillman in the ninth round, who looks to looks like he'll be demoted here after fumbling the last couple days. So um, we'll have to keep an eye on the Amish Mafia. 
Joe's got a nice looking team here. A very gurific lineup, if I do say so myself. Trent Richardson was his keeper. Julio Jones, first round pick. Stefan Ridley, his second round pick, followed by Rodgers. You know, Joe doesn't usually take a quarterback early in the second, or excuse me, early in his drafts. He's usually a guy that waits around. And quite frankly, I was a little surprised when he took Rodgers there. But hey, great pick. Top flight quarterback in the third round. Basically the fourth round after you look at the keepers. Hey, you can't fault him there. Pierre Garçon, right after that, followed by my quarterback's main man, T.Y. Hilton. And then he took his injury-prone man crush, Hakeem Nix, right after that. Followed by a former lover of Slater's, D'Angelo Williams. Jermichael Finley and Chris Gibbons uh, ran out the top two-thirds of his roster there. At the far end of the draft was Brandon Withrow and his Abusement Park team, keeping Peyton Manning with his first selection. He took Peyton Manning's main man, big target, Demarius Thomas, followed by Steven Jackson. His next picks were Reggie Wayne, Danny Amendola. His second running back, it looks like, was Chris Ivory, who will probably be the starter in the Jets' backfield, but may or may not be the best number two running back you can have. We'll see how that goes. He was the first one to take a defense with the first pick in round 10, but uh, other than that, looks to have a pretty pretty solid team. Now we go to my team, the Raiders. Hey, I kept Marshawn Lynch. I got my main man, Matt Forte, in the first round. I got future man crush, Larry Fitzgerald, in the second round. I went up on a little bit of a limb here choosing DeMarco Murray in the third round, but hey, I like what he does with the Cowboys here. Then I went receiver-receiver with Decker and Torrey Smith, followed by my guy, my fellow architect, Andrew Luck, the quarterback. Uh, my next few picks were Shane Vereen and DeAndre Hopkins, Jordan Cameron, nice big tight end out of Cleveland, and then uh, got my other homeboy, Cordarrelle Patterson, new rookie wide receiver for the Vikings, who will now start, well, who may start on my team later in the season. So yeah, that's a look at the big board draft board. Um, hope I didn't bore you to death there, talking a little bit about each team. Some guys made better choices than others. Some guys made worse choices than others. I think the pick that really stands out to me is that Darren McFadden choice in round two that Eric made. Uh, could pan out. In fact, me talking like this might mean that uh, he takes it to me there in week two when I face him. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, tell you what, guys. Let's take a little break here and play another song. Hey, a favorite of mine. Let's play this song. All right.
right, hey, I know you guys love that song. Man, it's a favorite of mine. Okay, let's move on. We're going to go back to doing the Pick'em competition once again this year for the League DVD. The, uh, the guy who gets the most correct selections throughout the year will, will win that at the end of the year. The uh, playoffs do count. However, the consolation bracket does not count. It never counts for anything in, in any situation. You guys are a bunch of losers if you don't make the playoffs, as far as I'm concerned, and the SLC is concerned. So, hey, I've been there. Sucks to lose, but uh, you move on. That's fear how it is to lose. And he's done that the last couple years. Uh, anyway, sorry to be picking on you there, Veer. You know I love you. Uh, another thing I'd like to propose doing this year is a survival game. Let's say the winner of the survival will... Uh, will be the last man standing when it comes to uh, fewest, fewest points scored each week. So, so each week we will uh, eliminate a team that scores the fewest amount of points that week. You can only be eliminated once, so uh, once you're out, you're out. But uh, let's see who can, or what team, or, or what number of teams can last till the end of the year without scoring the, the fewest amount of points that week. Um, I think that'll be pretty cool. Maybe we can come up with another prize. Maybe uh, maybe another cool DVD or or at least recognition at the banquet for being a fantasy superstar. So, uh, anyway, with that said, that may be all I have for you guys tonight other than a little bit of smack talk. Hey, you, you know what? I think my team, you know, despite what those silly grades on Yahoo said, I think I've got a great-looking team. You know, they gave me a C but I am really excited about my man, Marshawn Lynch, my man, Matt Forte. Those guys are going to run all over the place. And I tell you what, the Raiders have got to be, the 2013 version of the Raiders have got to be the team I've been most excited about in a long time. Hey, I tell you what, guys, I will see you next week. We'll talk again. Maybe you can, maybe you can uh, tell your friends about this podcast. Maybe you can come and join the show next week. But until then, I am Ben Ashley, signing out. See ya.